Happy holidays. It's Garbage Eggs. It hasn't been around since Obi-Wan, which was over the summer. Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> this is our special Christmas episode, or um, holiday episode. Really, we're ranking Christmas movies here. Yeah, so. you, you read the title. <laughs> so Yeah, <laughs> you know what's up. We, we have 24... Christmas films. Yes. We, or what could be considered Christmas films. Yeah, some of them are like a bit more just like holiday, I suppose. Yes, yes, and we'll judge them for that. Yeah. Um. Uh. So we're just gonna rank and talk about which ones we think are the best out of these twenty-four. So I chose twenty-four because twenty-five days of Christmas. Ha ha ha! On the twenty-fifth is yep. Christmas. Yep, 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 yep. Also, <laughs> nice round number to build a bracket out. Yeah. As we can see, we have Elf. Oh, sorry. <laughs> we also have Harold and Kumar, A Very Merry Christmas. The third one for Harold and Kumar. Uh, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Christmas with the Cranks. Great movie. Mm. <laughs> the classic Polar Express. Grinch. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Um, we'll, we'll come back and talk about the Grinch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. The Rinkin' Bass Classic. Yep, yep. Nightmare Before Christmas. Gremlins. Die Hard. Shazam. Iron Man 3. Uh, Love Actually. Jingle All the Way. Noel. The Santa Claus. Home Alone. Krampus. It's a Wonderful Life. A Christmas Story. Christmas Carol, which Muppets will also... Christmas Carol. Yeah, 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 yeah. Klaus. Charlie Brown Christmas. And Frosty the Snowman, another Rankin-Bass classic. Yep. If any of your favorites aren't on this list, I'm sorry. You have to choose 24, at least this for the parameters for this. And this is our list. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So your guys' list will probably look different, but we wanted to see how they would team like pair up and also, which one's better a nice broad spectrum of like films from child friendly animated adult comedies all kinds of different stuff yep <laughs> and uh i know what you're thinking 24 brackets wait cut that in half 12 brackets wait cut that in half six brackets you're talking about a one on one on one finale there'll be three contenders in the finale yep if you understood the math there yeah, it should be pretty easy to follow. <laughs> now, why something like, what was it? Grinch and Christmas Carol? You Grinch and the Christmas Carol. Those are the two that were specific. So every year they remake Christmas Carol, there's a million out there. There's only two versions that we agree on. Mm-hmm. And it's a Muppets Christmas Carol. Yes. And the... Uh, Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. You screwed me up. Wow, because I called him Ron Stewart earlier? Or John Stewart or whatever? (laughs) Sir Patrick Stewart's Christmas Carol. Mm -hmm. It's a... It's a harder version to find. It's actually a really good version. It is. Not very musical. No. In fact, it focuses more on the darker tones of the story. Yeah, it's much more of like a drama type of a deal. Yeah, I think it was a TV movie. But you can find... Hard copies or digital copies of it. I know there's a new animated Christmas Carol that yeah, came out like this year. Like I said, year. every year there's a new one. Every single year there's another one. So. <laughs> and then uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. There's the classic yeah, uh, the, animated one. The original one. Uh, and then there's the live action one with Jim Carrey. 
Oh, and then there was another animated one. Oh, yeah. That, with, like, Benedict Cumberbatch. Illumination. But we didn't watch that, because I don't like Illumination uh, much. <laughs> yeah. It came to middling reviews, anyway. And, and if, they're doing the Mario movie, so woo. strap in. And if you listen to our latest Coffee Break, you know how we feel about the live-action How a Grinch Stole Christmas, which is that it's only meh compared to the original. <laughs> this is going to be a problem, because... Uh, this will show up later. Adapting a small children's book mm-hmm. into a feature-length film yeah. is a insane idea because you're going to have to add in a lot of extra stuff. Yes. And Jim Carrey's Grinch isn't funny. It's not. I didn't like it in as fact, a kid. a lot of his lines, he doesn't even really say. They're all ADR'd. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only other one on our list that I think of um, is Home Alone. They're all and the t- Santa Claus. Oh yeah, we're we're going with the first ones of those. Yes, franchises. Uh, because they're the most Christmas <laughs> feel. Well, Home Alone is a classic Christmas tale. Mm-hmm. It is the highest grossing Christmas film of all time. Which, by that logic, I should put in the live action Grinch, but I do not feel like it tells the story as well as the animated version. Nah. Well, Home Alone is just an original piece. Uh, there's many other Home Alones. Yes. I would say the third one the is third the one best. is also my favorite. But, but that one takes place after Christmas. Yes. It's like a New Year's. <laughs> it's not really a Christmas movie. It's just the formula of Home Alone again. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And then, okay. So, so we have four unconventional ones here. Yeah. Where we're going to start out. We'll start out with the uh, the Battle of Superheroes. Yep. With Iron Man 3 versus Shazam. Now, why Iron Man 3? If you pay attention, Iron Man 3 is set during Christmas time. Yeah, there's like Christmas trees in the background. He lands in that snowy town and they have Christmas lights on. Yeah, it's, uh, it's similar with Shazam. It takes place around Christmas, you know. Mm-hmm. Um it's one of those ones when you go, what's your favorite Christmas movie? And someone like, um, this one is like, oh yeah, that, that was a Christmas movie, technically. That's the category we're in right now. <laughs> so Iron Man 3 already has its faults as a movie itself. Oh, absolutely. Not only is it the third attempt to tell a story about Iron Man, they also do this dumb thing where the Mandarin isn't actually the Mandarin. He's just an actor. No one was happy with that decision. No. It, it, I know they were... It was tr- so bad they went back and fixed it. They were trying to be, like, cute and funny about it. Uh, and uh, no one liked it. <laughs> yeah. Um, that little boy that Tony befriends, weirdly, <laughs> who shows up at his funeral and everyone's like, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> they were supposed to do more with that kid. Uh, well, Shazam, its final fight takes place in a... Christmas themed carnival. Mm-hmm. Which um, I wouldn't blame you if your first thought was carnival rather than Christmas, technically. <laughs> there's Christmas lights throughout. Yeah. They're yeah. setting up their Christmas tree. It's it's well established that it's winter time in this city that he lives in. Yes. What, like Chicago or something? <laughs> Very yeah, Midwest. <laughs> um This one's tough because neither of them are really banking on the Christmas vibes. Yeah, they're just set during that time. Um, both are about technically found families, in a way. Kinda. I saw it more as Tony trying to right his wrongs. 
Yeah. It's just that... Well, well, Billy is more about learning to grow with his new family. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which is a theme of Christmas. It's, should I say also, I'm, it's just a more fun movie in general. It is. It's just funnier. It, it, more charming. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to go with Shazam on this one. It's Shazam. It's Shazam. There we no, go. Not even a question. Sorry, Iron Man. <laughs> Maybe that's why you died. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next up is the classic Gremlins versus Die Hard. The other two that are like, oh, that's my favorite Christmas, and it's not really a Christmas movie. <laughs> Die Hard is a Christmas movie. So is Gremlins. They both take place during Christmas. And they both Christmas use plays, Christmas throughout. Christmas plays a key aspect in in a certain part of both of their stories. Like, he would not have gotten Gizmo if it wasn't Christmas. It could have been his birthday, but that's the way they wrote the story. Yeah. And this story was written by Christopher Columbus, the master of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Who, uh... One oh. of his weirdest ones, I'll say. <laughs> He's known for Christmas. Yeah. Gremlins is just real different. <laughs> yeah, well, he wrote this when he was in college. And mm. they just found it, picked it up, and made a movie out of it. Um, Die Hard also takes place during Christmas when yep. he storms into that building to save everyone. Yeah. And again, he, he wouldn't have been in his predicament if it had not have been for Christmas traveling and whatnot. Yep. <laughs> so, um... They're both fun movies. They're both fun action movies, I would say. One but, bit more child-friendly. But not even... Gremlins. gremlins can get creepy. They're both gore. They do kill people. They're both, yeah, they're both kind of gory films, aren't they? <laughs> um, I'm going to have to go with Gremlins on this one. Yes. Just because it really has to do with that night before mm-hmm. they take out the rest of them. Yep. It's just... And everyone's tucked away in bed because it's Christmas night. Yeah. It, it, Gremlins feels a little bit more, like Christmas as an aesthetic is a bit more prominent with yes. Gremlins. Yes, I'm going to say Gremlins. Yeah. I mean, like, you could watch Die Hard at any time of the year, but I feel like people mostly only want to watch Gremlins around Christmas. Yep. <laughs> God, I love the plane interrupting. Always airplanes. <laughs> Next up, Nightmare Before Christmas versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Rudolph is... Oh, man. I, I'm going to use this word so much during this whole thing. Classic. It is classic. These were, this was a stop-motion animation was the category for these two. And they're both amazing in terms of what they do with their stop-motion. Yeah. Rudolph, for its time, when it was made in the 70s, mm-hmm. it is amazing. It still looks amazing. I think it holds up compared to Rankin-Bass's other yep. stop-motion films. And it's a unique twist on telling that story. Yes. I guess it was a book before a song. I guess. It's a weird one where Santa's like disgruntled for most of it. Mm -hmm. And one of our main characters wants nothing to do with Christmas, just wants to be a dentist. Yep. A lot of them. Yep, yep, yep. And then then Yukon, Cornelius, also doesn't really care about Christmas. He wants to find gold and silver. (laughs) And because Rudolph doesn't fit in, he's pushed off into distant lands to find himself it's all very cute it is and then everyone knows nightmare yeah nightmare before christmas you can argue is also a halloween movie but i would say otherwise yes it starts on halloween night the the whole point is how much he likes christmas how much jack wants to become santa Mm -hmm. and then he has to learn the hard lesson that he can't be santa 
Mm-hmm. It's about um cultural appropriation. <laughs> Maybe. Perhaps. <laughs> Trying to take a thing, but not fully understanding why it's this thing, and just kind of people change it to be more like their thing. <laughs> yep. And uh, both have musicals in them. They're both could be considered musicals. I would say the music in Rudolph is a detriment to the story. Where in Nightmare, it adds to it. Mm-hmm. It's built better around it. With Rudolph, with a lot of Ray Bass films, it's like, all right, stop, it's song time. <laughs> yep. Well, they had to hit their marks. These things were made for television. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, Nightmare was just made to be a theatrical piece. Just an art piece. Beautiful. Um, I would go with Nightmare. You're going to go with Nightmare? I, I liked Rudolph, but Nightmare's a better story. <laughs> I'm going to say Nightmare also. Yeah. Sorry, Rankin Bass. <laughs> They'll be coming back up on our list, you know. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Polar Express and How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Other animated movies. But these two, as well as I guess the last two, were also based on short stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, children's books that are very, very short. And stretching them out into a whole movie was difficult. I remember reading Polar Express as a kid. I remember it being a slightly, like, darker, grimmer tone to it. It was just, like, a, it had this very sad, and the movie has it too, this, like, suffocating umbrella that you will grow up, yep. you will not be a kid forever, enjoy it now, because your days are fucking numbered, and it was always just so sad to me, reading the book or watching the movie, because there's just, just boo. <laughs> While the Grinch who just hates Christmas and the Who's, decides to steal it from them, Mm -hmm. as the title says. Uh, But then at the end, the Grinch learns that he found Christmas in his heart. Yeah, it wasn't um, their gifts and stuff that made them happy. It was just the other parts of Christmas, the vibe, the joy, family, food. (laughs) Well, Polar Express was more about her returning the ornament. It had nothing to do with the book. It's a boy. It's a boy? It's a little boy, I think. In the movie it was. I don't remember in the book if the child's gender was specified. <laughs> uh, no, yeah, he had a little, like, a bell that he had to bring back that yeah. fell off of Santa. And uh, shenanigans. It has that really creepy... Tom Hanks? Yeah, where they were so close. They tried this animation style for a couple of years. Yep. And it never looked good they never got it to a point where it looked good it was always unnerving <laughs> yep i'm gonna go with grinch yeah because we, I, i'm not a big fan of the polar express because yes we also explained at the beginning that we were able to choose which grinch we like best and we had the luxury of opting out of the one that's way too long and stretched out and mm-hmm. has dumb shenanigans polar express doesn't get that luxury no it doesn't <laughs> so i'm gonna go grinch okay mm-hmm. next bracket National Lampoon vis- Christmas Vacation. Yep. Versus Christmas with the Cranks. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna be, like up front. I think Christmas with the Cranks is one of the worst movies of all time. I know you like it. I love it. I. It's got the magic. It's got the family. Oh, I hate it. Santa has been in there since the beginning. I hate everything about it. It just makes me frosty. He's like this angry <laughs> snowman that they keep by the furnace. Do you remember this? Oh, they do do that, yeah. don't they? Yeah. Um, and they, like, kill the cat at one point in time. <laughs> they freeze the neighbor's cat. 
on accident. I don't know if it died. Yeah, I think that was just part of the magical hijinks. Both movies are about family coming over for Christmas. Yeah, we we classified it as family disasters. (laughs) Yes. And National Lampoon, he's trying to entertain his parents and his his parents-in-law yeah both his parents hers and his kids also he tries a little bit and then uncle eddie shows up good old uncle eddie there's always one in every family sire <laughs> and then, what is his name which one the actor no 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 the the main character of national clark griswold 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 is upset because he has to keep up these standards of Christmas, mm-hmm. very much like t- uh, Mr. Crank yep. and Mrs. Crank, trying to keep up this standard of Christmas. Both are very miserable the whole time while doing it. Yeah, both characters are absolutely miserable. They don't want to do this. Yeah, it's it, not their thing. It really shows the stress of the holiday on like your parental figures. Yes. Uh, I I think it's obvious, personally. Not many people watch. Christmas with the Cranks. I remember the trailers a lot. Well, the trailers do horrible. This. <laughs> I think it's a way better movie than that. I think it has to go to National Lampoon because that movie eclipses the whole rest of the National Lampoon franchise. A lot it's of people crazy. don't know that there's like seven other vacation movies with the Griswold family. They yes. only know of Christmas Vacation. <laughs> there's... There's a spinoff, A Christmas Vacation 2. Yeah, with Eddie. (laughs) And then there's a sequel called uh, Las Vegas Vacation. Mm Mm-hmm. And then a reboot called Vacation. Yeah. And there was also, like, three movies beforehand. Like, um... There's two movies. Was it two? That's the third one. Yeah, there was another Vacation, I think, in Paris or London or something. There's uh, Vacation. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there is Euro Vacation. Yeah. So, this was a franchise. This was a whole thing that a lot of... It might be Vacation 2. Yeah, they might not have... But they go to Europe. Yeah, people don't know that. People just know about Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Because it's just vastly more popular. And you can't <laughs> judge the rest of the series, because none of them take place in Christmas except for the third one. Nope. And that's just the point of it. Um, I guess it's going to go to National Lampoon. As, I know you like the cranks, but... I do. People don't usually clamor to rewatch the cranks every year. <laughs> I'll, I'll buy it on DVD. Let's be honest. There's another one with uh, Tim Allen that's much better. <laughs> True. It's kind of funny that he's not playing the usual Christmas character he's known for. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, next bracket, Elf. Classic. Versus Harold and Kumar 3. A very Harold and Kumar Christmas in 3D. Yep. If you were as cool as me, you saw it in 3D in theaters. I will be honest. Or you're as old as me. It doesn't have too many of those, wow, 3D. Oh, when it happens, you're just laughing. You're like, God, this looks like shit. Yeah, and I feel like they did it on purpose because they knew what they were going into. Well, it's also a stoner comedy. Yeah, this bracket is comedy also. Well, Harold and Kumar kind of has to do with Christmas. It's really... Just a story of two friends uniting again. Yeah, it just happens to take place around Christmas. And Christmas does play a big role in it. They they lean into it a lot. Like, they go stop motion at one point in time. Yeah, some, at some point they get uh, so inebriated, inebriated that um, everything becomes stop motion. Mm-hmm. And it has a very similar Rink and Bass feel and look to it. I would say the thing that drags Harold and Kumar down 
as a movie is the side characters, like the dude with his daughter, his like two-year-old who yeah. accidentally gets high on coke. Stu. And then the other guy who's trying to fuck the mafia's daughter, woman, they're completely superfluous. We did not need these two characters in the movie. They added nothing in the long run. Which yeah. is funny because the baby's on the front cover of the movie. Mm-hmm. And Neil Patrick Harris, he's like front and center. And they, want, they sold him first and Harold and Kumar were side characters. <laughs> Then we got Elf. Yes. Starring Will Ferrell, sorry. Mm-hmm. A lot of names. This, <laughs> Try to remember. <laughs> this is either his opus magnum or second place. What would you say? What could possibly beat this? For, for uh, Will Ferrell movies. Anchorman? There's Anchorman and then there's Talladega Nights. Wow, Talladega Nights. I, I know. I know there are some of you who'd be like, "No, Step Brothers," and I have to say, no. Step Brothers hasn't held up very well. It no, is it, good, but it's not that not as good as it once and with, was. <laughs> with that comedic duo, I would have to say uh, Talladega Nights. But that's not what we're arguing here. Mm-hmm. Elf is beloved. It also, his buddies up in the North Pole are very reminiscent of Rankin Bass style. Yeah, and also one of uh, Ming Ming, his boss in the North Pole, is played by the same guy who's Ralphie. In A Christmas Story. Yeah, the, the Christmas is, it's a very Christmas heavy yeah, movie. Yeah, when uh, John Favreau uh-huh. set out to make this, he wanted to bring in all these different aspects of Christmas to really... Bring across this mm-hmm. idea that Christmas is real. They made it a classic. And it's a really good classic, too. Yeah. I, I don't think Elf is funny, is the problem. It's hard to say it's funny anymore because you see it every year. Yeah, that's the problem. But I, it is still charming and makes that warm, tingly Christmas magic in my heart. Yep. Which Harold and Kumar never set out to do. No. It set out to be more funny than a Christmas movie. And it is funny, but I say this goes to Elf 100%. Yeah. I don't think anyone would argue with it. Elf was a hard one to go up against. It was a heavy hitter. (laughs) I expect Elf to make it to the end. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I just expect that. Okay. On the other side of the board, we got Love Actually and Jingle All the Way. This was a... These were the, the... Our leftovers... When we got to the end of lining everything up. Yes, these were the last two. We couldn't really figure out where they would fit in. Yeah, neither of them really fit with anything else. Which, uh, at least they're very unique. <laughs> Both of them in their own right. Mm-hmm. I have to say, love actually sucks. <laughs> and... <laughs> <laughs> it's... It, it was the first Do you like of that his... matter-of-factly <laughs> how I said that? Well, if we're honest... It's bad. <laughs> and there's a well-known scene that was not well-received. Mm-hmm. 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 Uh, the part with his cards. Yes. In the like, People parody it all the time, and I didn't know for years what they were referencing. So, <laughs> little context to some of the actors in that scene. Mm-hmm. Because there are famous actors throughout this, but in that creepy scene where he's... Telling his best friend's wife that he's in love with her because he took video footage at their wedding. Yeah, a really creepy, not good. Not a lot of these stories are actually very good in the long run. <laughs> love actually has multiple stories. There, there are some good ones and there are some like okay ones, but this one's the creepy one. Mm-hmm. And that guy out there holding the cards is Andrew Lincoln. Yeah. Who would later be known, yeah, at that moment he was not, 
but would be later known as uh, Rick Grimes. Rick Grimes for The Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. He's young. He's got a young baby face. He doesn't even have his beard yet. Uh, and he's his, the woman he's confessing his love to is Kiara Knightley. Yep. Who was... 17 at the time? Yeah. Which makes the whole thing... Not only is that really scummy to do, to like tell your best friend's fiance you love her, but also... Hiring ch- child actresses? Yeah, like, yeah, I get it. Kiara Knightley is, is really pretty. But I don't know. <laughs> it, it's weird. Now, Jingle All the Way, that, there's nothing like this. It's black and white. What? It, it's nope. Sorry, I was thinking of It's a Wonderful Life. Jingle All the Way, Arnie. <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger versus so, Sinbad. I'm sorry. A lot of these names are very samey sounding. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Arnie plays a disgruntled dad who never makes his any time for his family mm-hmm. and his son decides he wants the coolest hottest toy turbo man hell yeah and no one wants what's the side booster Bo- no one wants stupid booster and there's, there's booster toys everywhere i've i only watched this movie for the first time last year mm-hmm. hilarious cracked oh, me up they, it runs circles around the concept of last minute shopping mm-hmm. and Arnie, that's really the whole point and then just gets intense it, and it, it does that thing where it amps up so much and you're like how could it possibly get crazier and then it does and you're like oh my fucking god <laughs> i think one of my favorite scenes i mean there's a lot of great scenes from jingle all the way and there's a reason why it makes my personal list because i try to watch it every year mm-hmm. is when he gets so mad at the neighbor who has the the reindeer, <laughs> and the reindeer charges at him, and he's just done with it, so he just punches the reindeer. <laughs> and then the next scene, they're just sitting out in the doghouse drinking beer. Yeah, they're like drinking <laughs> eggnog together. Arnold Schwarzenegger, great actor. I don't think we need to. Oh, what? Who's it gonna be? The one we had only compliments for, or the one where our opening argument was this movie sucks? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, jingle all the way. It's family friendly. Mm-hmm. There's crazy uh, little people ninjas. Yeah, they are ninjas. Yeah. Which was a weird uh, an interesting There's choice. There's also giant Santas. It, yes, that is also in there. There's a Sinbad. Police raid. Sinbad was the one that really took me off guard. <laughs> yep, Sinbad blowing up the cops. Yep, yep. And then a uh, superhero battle at the end. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. That involves actually flying in the air. It was great. Yeah, it, it gets crazy. It was super fun. Great movie. They need so, to do more just jump in the shark of their own films like this one. <laughs> I don't know if you can make stuff like that anymore. Next up, Noel versus the Santa Claus. So, I don't know if everyone knows what Noel is. You better. It's, I know, right? Like, if you don't, <laughs> stop this. Go watch it. Come back. It was a Disney original <laughs> two, three years ago now. When Disney Plus dropped, it was around November to December of 2019? 2019? 2019, 2020? No, 2019. Yeah. And this is one of the original films they released with it. And I love it. It stars... Uh, what's her name? Uh, <gasps> Anna the- Kent. Anna Kendrick. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, from Pitch Perfect is where yeah. you probably know her she from. She plays Noel. Mm-hmm. And then her brother, who is Santa Claus Jr., is played by Bill Hader. Yes, a great combo. <laughs> they have great chemistry together. <laughs> they really do. And 
I can't remember much of the other cast because really it's about the story mm -hmm. that her brother doesn't want to be Santa and she needs to go find him because he ran away to Scottsdale, Arizona. Yeah, because he, he, he hates the cold. He wants to uh, wants to be warm yeah. and just do yoga. And so she finds him in Arizona doing yoga. Mm -hmm. And uh, <laughs> and there's this like weird thing where they're like, no, it has to be a boy Santa. We can't have a girl Santa. And uh, and the thing is, Noelle never once questions this. Nope. Like she's not saying they're like it's unfair. Like so many like female protagonists end up doing. She just does. She she wants the best for her brother, mm -hmm. which is. Like, brings in that family jolly cheer, I would say. Yeah. No, Noel is a very strong movie with a great female uh, protagonist. Mm -hmm. The Santa Claus. Yes. The, this category was lore-heavy movies. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, these <laughs> the lore here for both these films is how the North Pole works. Mm -hmm. The Santa Claus, starring Tim Allen yep. as Scott Kelvin. Yep, yep, yep. Santa Claus. <laughs> yes. Uh, accidentally frightens Santa, who falls off the roof and dies. Yes. So now he has to become Santa. You've all seen it. <laughs> if you haven't, there are two more movies. And a very bad TV show. <laughs> that got renewed for a second season. Way to go, guys. Yeah, this one uh, this one flanderized itself real quick. <laughs> God, I still gotta finish watching it. I, um... Of these two, Santa Claus is really good. It's an older one. It feels a little wandery in the middle. Like, oh. he becomes Santa, and then he has nothing to do for most of the movie, except for accept the fact he's Santa. And then, and then a surprising amount of, like, divorce lawsuits. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> he's got to fight to get his kid Charlie back. Yeah. <laughs> Where's Charlie? Court orders and stuff. Charlie's at the North Pole with the elves. And then they, sh they, they shuffle in the, like, elf squad. Yep. They're... I forgot what they're... It's an acronym, but they're basically elves with jetpacks that come down and save you. And, like, they can do all sorts of magical things. But they're basically a uh, security force yeah, like, for the... like CIA for, for, for Santa. <laughs> for the North Pole. And they have roles throughout the series, but they, you do get introduced to them. Mm -hmm. You get introduced to what if Santa goes on a diet, he just gets his yep. belly back. If he shaves, he just he gets, gets his, his beard, beard back. back. All that stuff. Uh, um, cute, a cute magic heavy, you know? Yeah. It's when he's sitting there, he's trying to watch uh, his son at a soccer game. And all these kids are lining up next to him oh, yep, yep. to tell him what they want for Christmas. Because they just know Isn't intrinsically. Susie? Is it? Yeah, wasn't that the little girl? I don't remember. Maybe. I don't remember. <laughs> okay. I like Anyways. another small thing. I like how you can see, like, if you pay attention, you'll see the elves in scenes throughout the movie, like, keeping an eye on him. And they just look like children. But if you pay attention, they'll just, like, run off and stuff. I've never seen that. You never noticed that? It's no. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happens. <laughs> Especially near the end when he goes his first night on Christmas. You never pay attention to that? They're watching him? Yeah. They gotta make sure he's doing okay. <laughs> that's weird. Well, he usually has an assistant, mm -hmm. but that's part of the lore, um, at least for this franchise. I would say Noel hits that mm -hmm. understanding Christmas, becoming Christmas, becoming Santa. Yes. A lot better than the Santa Claus. Both are good, but Noel celebrates it more. Yes. I would say. Noel is a cute, fun 
film for all ages. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I love the crazy stuff. I love the, the part where she's like, Santa knows all languages. And then we see this part later down the line where this deaf girl is talking to her and she knows sign language. Yep. And they were like, when did you learn sign language? And she's like, I don't remember. And it's like, oh, she's going to be Santa. Because yep. Santa knows all languages. <laughs> and I, I say Noel. Yeah. It's just a stronger message. Well written. Well acted. Yes. I didn't like the the actress. Anna. Is that her name? Anna. You didn't like her until then? Yep. <laughs> this okay. was a movie that made me change my mind about her. I thought she's always a decent... I don't like Pitch Perfect, is the thing. I think Pitch Perfect is a really bad movie. <laughs> I shot I gotta watch that second one. I've never seen any of the sequels. I've heard they're bad. <laughs> well, you forced me to watch Pitch Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm like, it's a trilogy and there's a TV show coming. There's a TV show coming? Yep. Wow. This but... one's male-centric. Oh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we flipped it this time. All right. <laughs> um, I'm going to say Noel. Yep. Okay, next bracket. Home Alone versus Krampus. Yeah, this was a uh, practical effects. Oh, that's so funny. You called it Home Alone. What? Was it? Is that no, no, no. That they're. Oh, never mind. What? <laughs> well, there's a there's a connecting line there. Hmm. Um, sorry, I was reading ahead, but I do see it. In Home Alone, what what is his name? Kevin. Kevin McAllister. Yeah. Kevin is left home alone. Duh. Yep. Right. Krampus. That whole family is alone. Yeah. When Krampus enters their world, they are... They're, uh, they're stranded in the house. Yeah, they are restricted from the rest of reality. Mm-hmm. They are in hell. Krampus is a legitimately scary movie in many ways. <laughs> there are things that come at you in that movie that you were not expecting. And it's the practical effects that does it. Because you can see like only the gingerbread men, I think, are animated. Yes. Yes, every, everything else does move. Yeah, and they move real, and it's very scary. <laughs> there's monsters, there's blood, there's mm-hmm. devils, demons. Krampus himself. Old German grandmothers. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Bells. Yes, lots of bells. doesn't have a happy ending. No, well, uh, they're all together at the end. Mm, yeah, that is true. I guess that's as much joy. I mean, and they hate each other. Also. <laughs> yeah, the truth. Mm-hmm. It was almost like the truth was to set them free, but that was also the same thing that was like imprisoning them. Like condemning them? Yeah. Yeah. It's this guy went on the director went on to go do a Godzilla film. Yeah. I mean he did really good with Krampus. It is a very good movie. I enjoy it a lot. You know, in uh college we had the opportunity to do a thing where we could create something to help promote Krampus. Wow. And we were all jazzed for this news we're like oh that sounds so cool and then they just canceled the thing so we never got to work on any project like that that sucks which kind of pissed me off because i was like i wanted to watch the movie and the fact that i could support it was kind of cool but then you took it away Mm -hmm. oh well (laughs) whatever whatever (laughs) i still watched it i still enjoy it Uh, oh i just like the the lead guys in it yeah and And krampus i Learning the story of Krampus is really fun. It's neat just hearing about the way other parts of the world view the same holiday. Where it's very similar, but also very different in many ways. Yeah, in German mythology and the way they view Krampus, or Krampus, mm-hmm. is uh, he's the brother of Santa. 
Yeah. And Santa is the one who rewards good children, while Krampus punishes bad children. Yeah. So instead of not getting a present or getting a lump of coal or a lemon, you get you get Krampus <laughs> literally attacking you. Yeah. And they have cool festivals where people dress up as Krampus or yeah. Krampus, uh-huh. and they go around the streets and they attack children. Uh, parents will hire their friends to dress up as Krampus to scare the shit out of their kids just Damn. for the fun of it. Damn. Like, this is... Can you imagine <laughs> your dad's best friend just gets drunk, dresses up as a scary woodland monster, and just crawls into your window to attack you? And then stops, and then everyone's laughing, and you're just fucking horrified. Is Germany okay? <laughs> Are you all okay? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's funny. Uh, on the flip side. Because that kid's going to grow up and put that into another kid. trust issues. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on the flip side, Home Alone. Um, a very cutesy, child-friendly, Looney Tunes. I did kind of go on Krampus a little too long. A I? little bit. <laughs> Krampus, it deserves a lot of attention. It's a good movie. Yeah, there's more to it, but go ahead. Well, Home Alone, um, also all practical effects, uh, which is impressive because it is very Looney Tunes heavy yep. tom and jerry trap type deal well he's got to take care of the sticky bandits yeah 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 no they're the wet bandits in this one the wet bandits okay yeah. uh with al pacino doing yep that's a... definitely al pacino what's his name what's his name stop yelling at me what's it's name? joe pesci joe pesci <laughs> damn which one's al pacino he's not in the movie but which one is he I, I'm only picturing Joe Pesci. Michael Corleone from the Godfather series. Ah, I get them mixed up. Uh, uh, oh, God. The big one. Scarface. Oh. Oh, that's... Carlito See, from Carlito's Way. I thought that was Joe Pesci. That's where I was getting no, confused. No, no. Joe Pesci. <laughs> Goodfellas. Uh-huh. What am I? Funny? Funny like a clown? How am I funny? Ah, uh, I get them mixed up in my head. I get them mixed the, up. <laughs> okay. Yes, it's Joe Pesci, <laughs> not Al Pacino. <laughs> Which is funny that Joe Pesci does a kids movie after I literally just named off all these super violent gangster films. I looked him up. I'm pretty sure these are the only kid-friendly movies he's done. And it's funny. Every time he gets hurt, he does this. And it's, uh, he doesn't know how to act properly in a scene like that. Without swearing. <laughs> Without swearing, because that's so much of his characters. Mm-hmm. And he can't swear because it's a kid's movie, so he just says random he stuff. Babbles yep. incoherently, which is fun. I think you can tell everyone had a fun time on set. You know? like like. No, no, no. There is one scene. Which one? Where the neighbor takes the snow shovel. Oh. And he hits Pesci in the head, right in the face with it. And then Pesci's head hits his partner. Like, the back of his head hits his partner. So, and the guy actually hit him. Damn. Ouch. He actually <laughs> smacked Joe in the face. Don't mess with the old And then guy. Joe's head backed into his part. They actually got hurt doing that one. Damn. Of all, I think of, they had to do another take. Of all the things, like, the whole house of horrors, and that's the thing where they actually got yeah. hurt? Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. They were. I saw a thing from behind the scenes where they were going to have a CG spider, but it wasn't looking right. And so they're like, okay, so we're going to put the spider on you. And he's like, what if it bites me? And they're like, I won't bite you. And he's like, but what if it bites me? (laughs) 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 
was like, can't we get the stingers removed? And I'm like, well, that'll kill it. So I'll just, you know, just don't make sure you don't move too much. And he was like, I have to scream with it on me. How can I not move too much? <laughs> uh, Home Alone was also directed by Chris Columbus. He does a lot of them. Um, it, it's This is probably the toughest one to pick between, but I will go with Home Alone. As much as I think Krampus is a very good, maybe even better movie, as far as Christmas goes, it's a sad one. It makes me sad at the end. Yeah. You know, that's not what Christmas is about. Yeah. It, it's really just a horror film. Mm-hmm. Okay. Battle of the Olds. Yep, yep, yep. These are classics, like Turner classics. Yes, yes. Like You gotta turn on TNT to watch these. <laughs> like a, a lot of you might not have even seen these. They're out of date now. <laughs> it's a wonderful life. This is the black and white one. This one was made in the 50s? Mm-hmm. 60s? 50s. I think it's late 50s. Uh. By Frank for Coppola? No. <laughs> I'm not gonna know the answer. I can't remember his name. It's a, it gets referenced I, it, a lot. Yes, it does. And it has a, a crazy moment where at one point the main character played by Jimmy Stewart decides he might actually kill himself. Yeah, so you know, Christmas. <laughs> and then a Christmas miracle happens. It's a very old movie. Uh, when the director made it, he thought that this was his opus magnum, and it never won any awards, and it just went away quietly into the night. Damn. But then once television got really popular, people started replaying it during Christmas time, mm -hmm. and then it saw this new found uh, like a wave cult of... classic, yeah, 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 which is now just a traditional movie. Mm -hmm. Kind of interesting there. A Christmas Story. Yes. I don't know too much about its origins. I just know... It's played every year, and on Christmas Day, you can find it just constantly. Yeah, uh, some channels, I don't know if they still do this, but they would play it 24-7. Like, it would yep. just play, and then it would be over, and then it starts again all day. And that's what my parents did, and you get real sick of Ralphie and his dumb shenanigans when you have to watch it 24-7. <laughs> yeah, I don't like Ralphie. Yeah, he's definitely just a regular kid being just, like, a little brat. His story doesn't have much to do with Christmas. Yeah. He's a very selfish individual. And I love that he does actually shoot his eye out. He, he doesn't shoot his eye out. He kills himself. <laughs> he breaks his glasses. <laughs> and then falls down a snow hill into snaps, a pile of rocks. Snaps his neck. <laughs> and then the rock gators show up and use their elongated tongues to suck the brains out of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's exactly what happens. <laughs> <laughs> a Christmas story. No, it's, about, it's just like a little vignette of just random things that happen around Christmas. Like going to the mall. And Getting into fights with bullies. Yep. Sticking your tongue against a pole. That's the famous scene. Yeah. Uh, the... it, it recently got a sequel. A Christmas Story Christmas. Yep. Which is a bad name. <laughs> uh, you can watch that if you want to. That's on HBO. It's... It... It... it near one-to-one -one with the original, but now it's from the parents' point of view. Yeah, because Ralphie grew <laughs> up. It's not good. It's not. It's, uh, I'm gonna be honest, these ones are hard to pick, because they're both... I've seen them a few times. I'm not a big fan of both these stories. Mm-hmm. Well, as you could tell, I loved Krampus. 
Yeah. <laughs> I, I went out of my way to learn about Krampus, but I, I don't care too much about these. But they are often talked about and shown during this time. Mm-hmm. A Wonderful Life is just so old, and it's 2022. It's so hard to, like, yeah, relate to it. I don't know how many people are still watching that one. I don't... Um, I don't... Yeah, I'm going to the Christmas story. Yeah, it's just slightly more relatable. Like, yeah. I I think we can all understand the idea of your, one of your relatives giving you a gift that you just absolutely hate, and yeah. it's not what you wanted. It looks like a deranged Easter bunny. Yeah. I love that line. <laughs> it's when his dad, the best part in my mind, is when his dad is like, that star is crooked, and the star is perfectly fine, and he goes and he grabs the tree, and he does a bunch of shit to it, and he steps back and is like, yeah, there, see? Perfect. And it's like, horizontal. It is a million percent crooked. <laughs> Okay, and then for our final of the 24... No, there's two. Two more. Oh, my bad. We have A Christmas Carol. Christmas Carol and... Klaus. Klaus. It's a Muppets Christmas Carol. Muppets Christmas Carol is just fun because it's the Muppets, and if you don't like the Muppets, get the fuck out of (laughs) here. Okay, now that you guys who don't like Muppets are gone, let's talk about it. It's really cute. The Christmas Carol is a good story to begin with, and I think the Muppets just bring extra fun to it. <laughs> they, they really help. Who wrote it? What is his name? Fuck. <laughs> Charles Dickens. Yes. <laughs> they really take the drab and dour moments of his horrible writing. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, he and, is a bad writer. <laughs> yes. And judge him up with the crazy antics of the Muppets. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I love yeah. the Muppets. It, it Yes. And every Muppet is perfect in the role that they are in. Now, they made one just for the movie. Yeah. The and, big guy. Oh, two. What's, what's the other one you're thinking of? They made Death or Christmas Future. Have it, we all interpreted it the same way? Yes. <laughs> I usually look at Christmas Future as Death. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is like, shouldn't Christmas Future be like happiness? I think I think they're all three of the Christmas spirits were original Muppets for this film. They were. Cool. And the way they I did... I just remembered uh, past, how big he was. That's uh, present. Yes, present. And past, past was the, the one that's like all flowy and stuff. That is probably one of the scariest Muppets I've ever seen. And it's really cool how they did it. They had it in water mm-hmm. and then like superimposed it into the, uh, the scene, which is what a cool way of wow. puppeteering. <laughs> yeah. Get that straight, James Cameron. Do that. Yeah. James. And then make a three-hour movie called Way of Water. <laughs> and then talk about how you're so technologically advanced when this movie came out in the, what, 90s? Was it the 90s? Might be 80s, but Late yeah. somewhere in between that? Yeah. Uh, on the flip side, I'm much Muppets more... were more advanced than you. Fuck you. You'll never be as good as a Muppet. <laughs> uh, Klaus, a much more recent film. 2018? 2019, I think. Yeah, it was really... It won the Academy Award for Best Animation. It deserves it. It looks like it uses 3D models, but it doesn't. No, it's just their shading. Like, really intense, very meticulous shading. Mm -hmm. It's a fun movie. It is. Again, another origin story of Santa. Mm -hmm. It's got um, J.K. Simmons, which, uh, just by his nature, makes everything a little bit better. Because J.K. Simmons is great. (laughs) Who plays Klaus? I don't remember the actor's name. He's in Rushmore. Oh, the... oh, Jason. Uh, 
Statham. No, not Jason Statham. <laughs> Bateman. <laughs> this class was a good one. Mm-hmm. We just recently rewatched it, and I still like it. It has a good sense of childlike whimsy mm-hmm. and innocence. Um, it's just a little off the deep end sometimes. The battle between the the feuding families is a little tiresome throughout the film. I guess that's the point. It was like, uh... <laughs> is that the point? It's one of the key aspects of it. Yeah, I, I want to really say it's the point, but um. Okay. Interesting. Muppets. Muppets. It's, it's Muppets. You can't beat it. Klaus is great. I love Klaus. Uh, but Muppets. You can't beat Christmas Carol. It's Muppets, guys. And and all the Muppets. Uh, Gonzo. In fact, and... in fact, don't even bother. It, it was Elf versus Muppets and Muppets won. Okay? <laughs> Gonzo and Rizzo as the narrators. That's not the ending. Phenomenal. No. <laughs> uh, great stuff. Yeah. Now we're on to our last of the first categories is battles our first original bracket yeah charlie brown christmas versus frosty the snowman the other rankin bass movie on this list charlie brown is another classic Mm -hmm. i was reading about this that charlie brown and rudolph and there was another one but they would play long before us right on television once a year so you'd have to tune in at the right time to watch these you would have to otherwise you missed it and they're not going to show you again until next year i'll be honest i did i haven't seen i didn't see charlie brown christmas until i was like 20 and i only saw frosty for the first time like a week ago (laughs) yeah i i watched these both of these as a child a lot I could never find them on TV at the right But, time. of course, my parents watched these movies, too, when they were kids. So they just kind of passed on. Mm. That's why I like Rink and Bass a lot is um, they showed me a lot of Rink and Bass. And then during the 25 Days of Christmas on ABC, mm-hmm. which doesn't happen anymore. I think it's on Freeform. But uh, they would play these old classics and I would just watch them. Yeah. And I saw some crazy Rink and Bass movies. <laughs> they, they, they have all kinds of stuff. <laughs> um, I like Frosty. I hate the songs. <laughs> I hate that bitch Karen. Karen and why and she like all of a sudden like halfway through becomes like their main character, character yeah. following Frosty around. <laughs> you got the evil magician, which a, a weird choice to be your villain. That's why he has a magical hat. I guess uh, I I kind of thought the magic of Christmas was what made Frosty come to life, not an actual magician using dark spells. <laughs> That's Rankin Bass for you. They're they're yeah, they're out of pocket. <laughs> um Charlie Brown though. Charlie Brown is a fun premise. The idea behind the original comic of Charlie Brown is no one likes Charlie Brown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think it really gets encapsulated well with the Charlie Brown Christmas. I'm going to have to say the stories are pretty inconsequential to whatever you do for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Yet, the music in both of them. Yeah. Frosty the snowman. snowman. Okay, I don't know how much we can say. No, yeah, um, <laughs> Demonetized. <laughs> it is a classic song. Everyone knows it. It plays every year. Mm-hmm. Blah, blah, blah. 
that Charlie Brown piano song. Yeah. Oh my! I love it. A, a million, a million. <laughs> it's still redone today, and it still sounds just as cool. Also, I like the animation in Charlie Brown better. I like the style better. I like when they're dancing to that song. Yeah, they all have a different dance, mm -hmm. and it's all cute and fun. And they're just rocking out. It's just. And Charlie Brown, and he just picks out this small, sad, pathetic little stick to be yep. his tree. And he has, like, one ornament. There you go. Charlie Brown's more iconic. It is. It's just, like, I just you realized. Know, like, Snoopy. And what's the bird's name? Uh, Woodstock. Woodstock, yeah. Sitting on the doghouse with the lights on. Mm -hmm. And it's snowing on them. Yeah. That, that song. And then Charlie Brown's Christmas tree. Yes. These are all iconic things. Every year, get those visuals will return. Yeah. You can buy the damn tree. And yeah, Frosty, yeah, uh, he's a snowman. And that's it. Yeah, that's, that's kind of it. And it's not even like, because Rankin Bass is known for its stop motion when it comes to Christmas. And they didn't do that. And they did it with yeah. traditional animation. And so, well, both are good. Charlie Brown. You know what's creepy? Uh, yeah, Charlie Brown. I'm going to go with Charlie Brown. Yeah. And that will be the end of this first bracket. But before we do this... You gotta look this up, hmm. especially the the listeners here. Look up Frosty the Snowman and see him hand drawn. <laughs> then look up uh, Frosty meets Rudolph. Is it him in stop motion? Yes. Oh, weird. And Rudolph looks the same as the stop motion, <laughs> but it's slightly different color. This is a different model, like but... a better camera or something. <laughs> yeah, but then Frosty shows up. And he is creepy. I bet. He, he just, he looks like Frosty, but he's three-dimensional now. Like, I think about... And I think he has a yellow ribbon instead of a blue one or a black one. piss. <laughs> it's something like that. It was a different color and it just rubs you wrong. Well, I think about, what's his name? What's the narrator snowman in Rudolph? Uh, I don't know if he had a name. The, yeah, the little narrator snowman who is telling the story of Rudolph, he has a very specific style that looks good in stop motion. Mm -hmm. And so they clearly figured it out, and then like, they went with a different thing, Frosty, and had to try to merge them together. Yep. Well, that's our first bracket down. Yeah, about an hour in. <laughs> we're going to keep going. Okay, now we're on to the second part of yep. this. Round two of... Twelve left. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, so first up is Shazam versus Gremlins. Wow. Both still not really Christmas movies. Just movies that take place near Christmas. <laughs> wow, okay. Gremlins. Gremlins is just... I like Shazam a lot. I do too. I'm really excited for the new one. Uh, not too happy with that spinoff. No. If you want to know my opinions, got a coffee break. But I, Gremlins is still a beloved classic. Yes. I have a hard time seeing Shazam becoming a beloved classic. Which sucks. I feel like if we did Billy Batten a little better, we would have... Like, Shazam has so much potential, and that movie is just limiting itself to being a movie. Yes. That was just such a weird and, thing to say. And, of course, it's part of... The DCEU, so everything that's part of the DCEU eventually gets infected with bullshit. I feel like the worst part of that movie is the actual plot. Like the bad guy and his seven deadly sins and whatever. Uh, bland as hell. So superfluous. <laughs> you know, Black Adam and their villain, Sabat, 
mm-hmm. reminded me a lot of that bullshit. Uh, for, uh, with DC, they keep flopping on their villains with these movies. Yeah. Uh, Gremlins is just uh, iconic. Like, you know, when you see Mohawk, is that his name? Mogwai. No. That's the creature. Gizmo. Gizmo. Well, you see Gizmo, and then you see the the main villain one. Have, have I ever told this story about Gizmo? Hmm. Um, I know a few things about this movie. Uh, like I said, it was written by Chris Columbus when he was in college. It has a, it has a weird, like, dark moment in the middle of it. <laughs> yes. Uh, it, that dark moment has haunted me. This is about the the female protagonist. Yeah, and she just talks about how her dad like died because he was coming down the chimney dressed up as Santa. And that's how she found out Santa. Was... And, and why she hates Christmas. And it's uh, like fuck. That's a really dark way to do a Christmas movie. Yeah, just out of nowhere, suddenly. Um, the Mogwai, which are the creatures, the the gremlins are the ones that are evil that you feed after mm-hmm. midnight. Yeah. And the Mogwai are the. The cute little the ones. cute ones. Yeah, yeah. Gizmo, the one that is in this movie that that's featured prominently, mm-hmm. he looks that way because he's supposed to be like a humanoid troll. Remember trolls? Yeah. But uh, very Furby-esque. He, yes. His coloration is because the producing company of Gremlins, which is Amberlin Films. Okay. Which is Spielberg. Yeah. They modeled the fur of Gizmo after Spielberg's dog Aww. at the time. Cute. <laughs> the voice of Gizmo. Harry, is Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel, who's doing fantabulous right now. Is he? No. Oh, oh no. <laughs> He's been saying some stuff. Oh, not, no. Not as bad as Kanye, but uh, <laughs> it's a little questionable. Um, he is able to make his voice so high pitch mm-hmm. and when he says his thing right bright right bright right bright he's saying light bright mm-hmm. he also had to record all the uh different languages yeah as as that uh-huh. so and whichever language you're watching it it's been redubbed by him mm-hmm. much like uh Vin Diesel and Groot yep 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 and uh what else was there about gremlins in particular yeah just like there's history to it there's There's a lot of neat things around it yeah it wasn't just a simple story i like the uh there's one moment where uh there's like this bitch who's just this awful person and she hears what she thinks is carolers and she goes to like pour water on them like splash them with water uh, but then when she opens her door, it's the gremlins, and they just attack her. There's just iconic scenes in that movie. Like when yes. that one girl, like, microwaves the one gremlin. Yep. <laughs> Very last house on the left. Yes. Gremlins just... That's a really dark way to look at that. <laughs> uh, do not look that one up, guys. Gremlins is just more iconic than Shazam. Shazam's fun. Yeah, but... Shazam's fun, but it's got to go to gremlins. It's Absolutely. still got that Christmas thing going on. Mm-hmm. And it's made by... The father of Christmas. The Christmas guy, yeah. Which, now, we got Grunch Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very different movies. Notice we don't address them as their full titles. Especially when to. talking to others. Mm-hmm. You're not going to be like, do you like how the Grinch stole Christmas? Yeah. And you're just like, what'd you think of the Grinch? Sometimes I'll be like, Nightmare Before Christmas, yes. to like initiate it into the conversation. 
Because Nightmare, especially like in context, can be a little confusing. <laughs> one of the cool things is Grinch is his name. Mm-hmm. Nightmare is just an easier way to identify it. We don't call it like, oh, you like Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like Jack Skellington? <laughs> well, Jack Skellington is a lot more on the nose, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. despite him not having one. <laughs> but we also do it with uh, Scrooge. We do, we do. Yeah, you're being such a Scrooge. Yeah, yeah. You're being a Grinch. We we use these. How they, do I? Say they've that? become like colloquialisms. Colloquialisms to describe a grumpus on Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um. But ultimately, in the end, deep down, everyone likes a little bit of the macabre. Yes, and even the animated Grinch, which is only like thirty minutes long, mm-hmm. and that's like including the credits. <laughs> Uh, it's fun and all. It's a fine, charming little story, but it's a little story. Nightmare yes. is like a full, it has a whole thing going on. <laughs> and Nightmare also began as a poem written by t- Tim Burton. Mm-hmm. I almost said Tom Burton. <laughs> Tom Burton, no, he made uh, Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, the animation is just more impressive with Nightmare. Yes, there, there are some really cool things to Nightmare. I mean... It will live on forever. And just like in the first round, the music is better in Nightmare than it is in Grinch. Yeah, Danny Elfman is just knocking it out. He is also the singing voice of Jack. Yes. Not the actual actor who plays Jack. In fact, that guy has gone on to do nothing. Isn't that weird how like some of these classics, it's like, wow, that guy, like the, uh, the main kid who plays Max in Hocus Pocus. He did nothing. <laughs> well, the kid who played Max was high yeah. <laughs> while playing Hocus Pocus. Um, every other rendition of the Grinch, the song, every other rendition I've heard, I've liked better than the original one. Yeah. Fun fact about the original one, though. Uh, the guy who sings it in this movie uh, is was also the voice of Tony the Tiger. Mm, I can hear it. Yeah, so that's a cool little factoid. But it's been done better. <laughs> Hasn't Tony been canceled? Why would he be canceled? He hangs out with kids. No, he's very he's like a supportive coach. He mm. helps them gives them encouragement. Like spend summer camps with them too. Listen, teachers exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh I'm gonna go with Nightmare. Absolutely. I just love it. Even my nostalgia for Grinch can't save it in this. And, and by no way is Shazam or Grinch a bad or bad films. Nah. They're just not reaching that level of Christmas enjoyment and magic. Yeah. We're looking for the perfect, like, like all-encompassing moment of a fun movie and also Christmas spirit. I, I will admit, the beginning of Nightmare, yeah. a little fucking boring. The A little bit. It uh, saves I, itself by having some really iconic good songs in the beginning. But um, It's the moment he ends up in Christmas land. Yes. And he sings, what's this? Uh-huh. I love that song. Uh, he uses the word queer in the correct way. He does. <laughs> which is just amazing. It's it's uh, it's also just a good animated scene. Yes, you get to see how spider-like Jack is. He's, he's like maximum creepy in that moment. <laughs> Especially when he's on the carousel and he's using his legs to go over things. One of my favorite moments, it's not during that scene. It's oh, the, the queer thing was a joke. I was just having fun, guys. In, in the middle, when he's doing his thing where he's trying to be Santa, 
there's just this shot of this kid just screaming, and there's this giant snake monster, and you see it just slowly, like, like swallowing a person. <laughs> or is it the tree? It's yeah. eating the tree. And the, that's my favorite. It cracks me up. <laughs> Making Christmas. So yeah, it's gotta be Nightmare. Uh, next up, Elf versus National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Now, Griswold is not a fun or likable character. No. Yeah, relatable at times. Yes, which is part of the charm of uh, having a comedy that acknowledges the stress of Christmas. While Elf... I don't know, man. Elf hits... There's a line in Elf that is so damn funny. Hmm. It's when the dad, James Can, comes home. Right? Yeah. And he asks his son, which is Elf's, uh, Buddy's stepbrother. Yeah. Max, right? Everyone was named Max back then. I'm just going to call everyone Max or Charlie from now on, okay? Hey, bub. (laughs) Anyways, um, his brother's like, where'd you get the tree? And it's just massive tree just in their New York apartment. Yeah. And the brother goes, Buddy just found it in the, no, Buddy chopped it down in the park. What park would they have chopped that down in? <laughs> that would have been Central Park. And that is very illegal. Nah, he doesn't care. Who's but gonna it's stop so, him? Who's gonna stop the six so foot monster? It's so funny that he just went into a park, found a tree, chopped it down without knowing that this is a national landmark. <laughs> <laughs> I think the uh, at the heart of it, National Lampoon, the goal at the end of the movie for the characters is to get his Christmas bonus yep. because he wants a pool in the summer. It has nothing to do with actual Christmas or the Christmas cheer. Elf is. For all to hear. Yes, yes, yes. yes well, yes. Elf is the actual meaning of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Also, finding your family and reuniting with your family. And, like, they all sing, and a power is Santa's sleigh. <laughs> yeah, the whole movie, they think Buddy's crazy. Except for the brother, Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 Max. <laughs> and then Elf, uh, Buddy just goes off and does it. Mm-hmm. It is, like, fun, charming Christmas movie. And the little, like, like non-sequiturs scattered throughout of him just doing things buddy elf what's your fair color <laughs> like he like when he's like hopping on the lines to cross the street or like running through the the, the rotating doors i love it when he goes into the coffee shop and he's like you guys did it congratulations <laughs> you the did it best coffee world's best cup of coffee wow <laughs> and then later he brings his girl there and he's like it's the best coffee in the world she's like it's a shitty cup of coffee <laughs> Elf so just, it's Elf. Elf takes it. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Griswolds. Next up, we got... Uh, Jingle All the Way? And, and Noel. Noel. Both are fun. Both are fun, wacky movies. This one's a little harder, because though Jingle All the Way, the lesson is to spend time with your family, mm-hmm. the idea or notion of Christmas is phased out. Yeah. Like I said, this film ends with a superhero battle. Yes. Of Turbo Man, which Arnold has to become Turbo Man. Mm Mm-hmm. And then Sinbad becomes the bad guy of Turbo Man. Yeah. Like Mastermind or something like that. What a good movie. (laughs) And then, like, 
Turbo Man's flying in the air and Mastermind or whatever is the, shooting off like the only batterings thing that implies it's Christmas at that point. It's a Christmas parade. There's like a yeah, there's like a giant wreath or something somewhere. <laughs> and then he gets the last Turbo Man to give away, and he calls out his son. He goes, Jamie. Mm-hmm. And Jamie, this is the one kid who's not Charlie or Max. And ja- <laughs> he looks like it, though. <laughs> he definitely looks like a Charlie. And uh, funny enough, the kid in that movie yeah. plays uh, young Anakin Skywalker in episode one. Wow. Cool. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, this is pod racing. This Anyways. is pod racing. <laughs> it's working! <laughs> I love episode one. Anyways. Who doesn't love Liam Neeson? And young Ewan McGregor. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not when he's carrying around suicidal puppets. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he's able to give him the Turbo Man. Very capitalism forward. Because usually with these movies, it's like, you didn't need the gift to be happy. Jamie didn't want a gift. He He wanted wanted to be be with with you. But at the end, it's still like, and I got you your gift. I love you, Dad. No, no, no. (laughs) He takes Turbo Man and he goes, my dad's already Turbo Man. I don't need it. And gives it to Sinbad. That's true. That's true. That's true. No, 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 no. It's a cute movie. I like it a lot. Yeah. And the creepy neighbor gets what's coming to him. Mm -hmm. Noel, on the other hand. Doesn't involve crazy fights. It doesn't involve anything like like the. It's just it's Christmas time and things have to move forward. Mm-hmm. It's uh, talking to like people. She like talks to like the council about if her brother's not going to be happy being Santa, then he needs to do what he does want to do. Yep. <laughs> And then she becomes Santa. Mm-hmm. And I, I think what's most impressive to me is even though it takes place in Arizona, where it is the desert and there's no snow on the ground, um, it still feels like Christmas. Even with the like yellow tint to, to everything that they always do with, with Arizona and desert settings, it still feels like Christmas because they have trees and lights and garland and everything. Even though Noel is usually the only one actually wearing, like, Christmas attire, yep, uh, it just still exudes that feeling, even in that setting. I think some of the cooler things, personally to me, and why Noel speaks out to me, mm-hmm. is uh, the place that she touches down is in Desert Ridge, mm-hmm. which is a major shopping district in North Phoenix. I uh, used to go there as a kid. It's a very impressive shopping district. Used to hang out around there in my college years. Uh, yeah, it's, you've been there too. Mm-hmm. It's really pretty. It's a beautiful mall. It's an outdoor mall. It's cool because a lot of kids, like in the deserts, there's all these movies where there's snow piled super yep. high, but they don't get snow for Christmas. We, we haven't <laughs> had a Christmas movie in a hot era or time setting Location setting? Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. Since that one, it's on Disney Plus, it's a Disney film. I already know which one you're going to say. What was that one called? I can't remember what it's called. It wasn't good. That's why it's not on our list. <laughs> it's the one with that guy, this like a high schooler kid. Who... He, he's, he looks like an adult Max Keebler. He was, um, he, <laughs> he, he was the child voice of Simba, and mm-hmm. he was the middle child in Home Improvement. 
and he didn't. Which stars Tim Allen. It does. Tim Allen's like sewn into Christmas. <laughs> Somehow. Whether you like it or not. <laughs> um, and another thing with Noel, all of these other movies on our list, there's no female lead. There's female characters. There's important female characters. But this is the only one with a female lead. Yeah, this is that one movie that did look at Santa and went, it can go either way. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I'm going to have to say, it goes to Noel here. Yes. Yes. Love Noel. <laughs> next. And, well, next bracket. Yep, yep, yep. Home Alone and A Christmas Story. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, it's Home Alone. It is. Like, we... Christmas Story was lucky it made it this far. Honestly. Really, it is. And it's because it went up to A Wonderful Life. Mm-hmm. And A Christmas Story is memorable. It, it is iconic. Some people really adore that one. Mm-hmm. But Home Alone is just more fun. Like, even as an adult, it's just more fun. When I grow up, A Christmas Story is boring as sin. <laughs> it really is, and I could still watch Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Though, I grew up watching Christmas Story, so Home Alone was something we never really watched. Yeah. But, I... And so, even with the nostalgia of watching A Christmas Story growing up, Home Alone still takes it. You know? Yeah, it, it's gotta be Home Alone. It's the better story. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, that's... That's what we can do about that one. <laughs> I like the overall message. So, A Christmas Story, Ralphie wants his Red Rider BB gun. Yeah. And everyone tells him he'll shoot his eye out. And that's the end of the story. Well, the, the uh, A Christmas it, Story it, is... It really has nothing to do much with that rifle. Yeah. It's... They're fun rifles, too, by the way. Yeah, it's, it's the mentality of, I want this thing for Christmas. I don't think I'll get this thing for I Christmas. I got a funny story about I got this thing for Christmas. <laughs> I got a funny story about that rifle. Huh? So, my parents and I moved with my little brother and sister, moved into their new house, right? Mm-hmm. Where we went from apartments to a house to a shitty old house to this million-dollar house. This thing, you've been there. Mm-hmm. It's it- a crazy house. Uh, not my style, but I like it. It's nice. I love that house. Yeah. If I could have it, it would be mine. Nice. <laughs> I love where it's located. I love the property. Mm-hmm. Um, love just the openness of the backyard. Anyways, you know those two glass doors? Yes. Rifle, glass. Uh-oh. We're setting it up. Uh-oh. <laughs> that you get to the backyard from the main area. Yeah. One day, my little brother's out there with his Red Rider BB gun. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, I just hear a tink, and then... Oof. Woof. What was he aiming for? Well, the story to him, and the story that he still upholds, even though he was a kid, he wasn't even in... He was in elementary, I think, at the time. Okay. But he says he shot at something, like the pillar, because it... The upstairs balcony is held up by these giant wooden pillars. Yeah. I, I know, this house sounds crazy. It's a, it's not as, like, uh, <laughs> fantastical when you're, like, actually there. It, it's a nice house. <laughs> it's, a, it's a house built in uh, Adobe Tuscany style. Mm-hmm. Anyways, he said he shot towards this pillar and the BB ricocheted off into the, the... glass. Yeah. It didn't shatter. Okay. But it did 
Oh, it destroyed the whole thing. Woof. <laughs> like, you can see where the BB hit it, and then all the veins. Oh. <laughs> so they had to fix that whole thing. And I just thought it was funny, because, you know, you always grow up with this story of, oh, you shoot your eye oh, out. shoot your eye out. Yep. <laughs> Is that not what Ralphie did? He... Except for... My brother just didn't shoot his eye out. Yeah, but that is what Ralphie did. Ralphie hit like it's like some. By, metal by thing. the way, <laughs> I was able to deduce, and I went through it like a detective. Yeah, and I even started questioning when he was older. Hmm. It was when he was in high school, and I was like, "So let me get this straight. How does this work? Like, <laughs> let's talk about the ricochet here." And he still just kept with the lie, and I was just like, "Okay." It might have been one of those things where you convince yourself, because. You say it so many times, you you think that does become reality. I've done that before. When I was a kid, I came up with something that I made myself think it was true. <laughs> Side tangent? You mm-hmm. want to hear a crazier story? It, sure. I, I know. We're having fun. We're talking <laughs> about Christmas movies, but breaking glass and lying about it? Did you break glass and lie about it? Yes. I was inside my parents' truck. Okay. I got bored, and I put my feet up on the inside of the the i'm in the passenger seat oh up against the, the like windshield. windshield and i started pressing and i kept pressing and then i cracked it oh and i was like oh damn and then my mom just magically shows up again and she's like what did you do and i was like i don't know a bird came in and hit it <laughs> and then they kept questioning me about it and i was like a bird hit it i know it's hard to believe but sure a bird thing, hit pinocchio it. <laughs> When I was a young adult, they were like, so just like how a bird hit the glass. Mm. And I was like, it was nothing to do with the conversation. They just brought that back in. One of those things that stay and I was, with you. <laughs> and I look at them and I smile and I go, it was the biggest bird you ever seen. A proverbial herring. And they, they, they all knew that like, then and there, I was like, yeah, I did it. Mm-hmm. Like. It's one of those. Like, I, I don't know what the hell I was thinking. I was just like, oh, I wonder if I could push this out. You ever have like a yeah, those weird moments where you're like, I know I'm not supposed to do this, but I'm, I'm gonna keep doing. But this. I'm gonna do. It. My moment of that was I. So you know those like little Debbie brownies. Oh God. I had like four or five of them just in a row, and I don't even know why. I don't know where my sister was because usually I share. I just had all of them, and then my mom was like, "What have I bought these yesterday?" And I was like, I don't know. Who knows? And I, I quickly caved and ad- admitted to what it ended up happening. I would have been like, Twins Inc. ate them. <laughs> I think she was like at drama club or something. Yeah, she took them to drama club. Yeah, shared them, shared with, her them with her drama friends. <laughs> and took them all from us. So We need to go down there and beat them up. So long story short, Home Alone wins. <laughs> Home Alone, definitely. Uh, and then the last one of this second round bracket... Is A Christmas Carol, a Muppets Christmas Carol, versus Charlie Brown Christmas. This is another one where I feel like it's pretty obvious. Yeah, it's A Muppets Christmas Carol. Yeah. Charlie, similarly to um, what we had with Grinch versus uh, uh, whatever Grinch was up against or whatever. It's just, it's not a whole story, Charlie Brown. It's just special. It's just a short. It's cute. It's fun. Well, Christmas Carol is a classic story, if not the original classic Christmas story. Well, there is one other. Yeah? Which one other? The one that did not make this list because I did not heed to it. Which one? Uh, There's a book about it. 
I don't remember. The Bible? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a whole part. Eh, fuck that guy. <laughs> No, it's a, it's a, it's a Christmas. It, it, regardless of if it's Muppets or not, Muppets is the best. Also, what kind of ranking video would this be if Christmas Carol just died right at the beginning? Yeah. You're like, what? But <laughs> that was like the foundation of everything. That's like, that's where we get like so many, quint- we, how many movies would there be about changing someone's holiday cheer if it didn't start with Scrooge? <laughs> True. Good old Ebenezer. You know what's a bad movie? Hmm. Scrooged. Oof. Have you seen it? Is that the one with Jim Carrey? With no. an also awful animation like Polar Express? No, no, no. That one's bad. <laughs> That's a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Which one's Scrooged? That that Christmas Carol you're talking about mm-hmm. is that same dumb animation they tried to use on Tim, Tom, Hanks in Polar Express. Yeah, I just said that. In so many words. Yeah. But it's, same company. I'm trying to I lay it out for them, for the audience. Yeah. So, uh, I think that one came out like two years after Polar Express. That one was also in 3D, and that one definitely went ham, being like, "Whoa, the things at the screen!" Whoa. I saw it one time. I still thought it was dumb. I saw it like ten minutes, and I hated everything about it. <laughs> you know what's weird? I'm not a big Jim Carrey fan. I like Jim Carrey, but I think. Sometimes he goes, if the director doesn't rein him in, he'll go too far and it becomes more annoying rather than funny. Like, I yep. think he's great in the Sonic movies. Yep. He's great as Count Olaf, you know, uh, was it the cable man, the cable guy, repair man, cable guy, uh, that one, he's phenomenal that one. <laughs> cable guy is really good, but yeah. I'm just not a Jim Carrey fan. Yeah. He's, I, I get it. I, when, when Jim's just playing Jim, or Jim's playing Andy, mm-hmm. or Jim's playing it's, Truman. Mm, oh, man, the true. Oh, wow. That's a good one. <laughs> I know he has some serious stuff, but uh, yeah, you look at those dumb ones like Ace Ventura. Ugh. Or his role as the Riddler. Yeah. Which is funny, because this year we finally have a way to compare the Riddler to someone else. Yes. A, a proper way. And yes, Gotham fans, go away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say, Jim Carrey ain't got nothing on Paul Dano. <laughs> and I'm going to bet all the Gotham fans left with the people who hate Muppets. All two of them? <laughs> who likes Gotham? <laughs> um. But yeah, Paul... Yeah. Paul did a great job. He's uh, scary. The way you feel about Jim Carrey is the way I feel about, uh, um, and it's gonna suck saying this, uh, what's his name? The genie from Aladdin. Will Smith? No. The bad one. <laughs> I liked Will Smith as the genie. Well, that was the end of Garbage Eggs. I hope you guys enjoy that. The sounds of you strangling me. (laughs) Robin Williams is great. He, but similarly, if they just let him go, and he just won't shut up, and it's not funny anymore. Those improv guys. Too much improv is just very annoying and boring, I would say. 
Yeah, and I would say if you think that your favorite Robin Williams film is Mrs. Doubtfire, you have no concept of this man. That's a bad movie. It's a very bad movie. <laughs> yeah, it's very uh, distasteful mm-hmm. towards British and transgendered people. Yes. It is very disturbing it's towards a... transgender and nannies. It's just, yeah, it's very... It's Guardians. A, it's a dumb... We can't go on a tangent. We have Christmas movies to be ranking. <laughs> All right. So, we're down to... Oh, I love it. We're vacuuming now. N- next door, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so first bracket. Noel versus Gremlins. This is the semifinals. Yep. This is bigger than FIFA. It's, yeah. Because no one had to die in the process of this. <laughs> Did someone die during FIFA? Many people died. Oh, man. Did you not hear about this? No, what happened? Uh, we can't Wait, talk we'll about talk, it We'll here. talk about it some other time. We'll yeah, talk this about is it on, a on coffee podcast. break thing. <laughs> this is not a garbage age thing. So, yeah, Noel versus Gremlins. Um, Noel. Noel's yeah. got stronger stance than Gremlins. Yeah. Gremlins is good, but... Noel has that Again, lock you on think, Christmas cheer. <laughs> what is, yeah, Christmas cheer mm-hmm. for all to hear or whatever. It, it's all there. Noel also breaking gender conformity. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Noelle, not in like a preachy, shove it down your, your throat yes, type of way. Yes, unlike many other <laughs> shows. Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Marvel. Uh she-Hulk, everything Marvel is doing nowadays, basically. Yeah, I'm telling you, I like She-Hulk. I did too. But I'm so sick of the, just because I'm a woman doesn't mean I can't do the thing. Like, I know. I, just, I yeah. know. <laughs> yeah, I've been there. Uh, so yeah, Noel takes it. Gremlins, uh, a miracle have made it this far. But it is a fun movie. It is a fun one. A little slow to start. A little creepy. Yes. Which, who, who doesn't love a little bit of violence during the holidays? <laughs> uh, next, Home Alone versus Nightmare Before Christmas. I see, I see a big thought behind your eyes. <laughs> you have something you want to say? Well, can that kid, little Kevin, mm-hmm. take off his head and quote, Shakespearean quotations. <laughs> he cannot. <laughs> no animal nor man. Nope. <laughs> can be the beast that I am. I like Nightmare more than Home Alone. I love Nightmare. Home Alone's good, but it, it is... A good year, you get to watch Nightmare twice. True. <laughs> Home Alone, you get it once. Home Alone, it's good if you want, like, Tom and Jerry-style shenanigans. But sometimes I want, like, a bit more meat. To my characters. Yeah. And Nightmare has that. Yeah. And it's also beautiful. Like, it's just a beautiful looking movie. Home Alone's fine. <laughs> but, yeah. Also, Macaulay Culkin, as like a four-year-old, not the greatest actor. <laughs> no. I like I like his brother in there. Yeah, that was a nice little touch. Having a, uh, Kieran. Kieran. Uh, Kieran was... looks just like him. He just has brown hair mm-hmm. and big glasses. Yeah. Kieran grew up later to he, he's one of the the children fighting for the empire in um, succession. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, also, it's annoying in the beginning of Home Alone. I had to describe it as your show. Successions. Yeah. <laughs> I just said it so many times. I just, I can't help it. <laughs> it sounds better in my head to have too many S's in there. 
uh, the thing is, in the beginning of Home Alone, when everyone's just being jerks and awful. Yeah. And they send him to the attic. Yeah. In both movies. They're like, go to the attic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, hold on, he's not... He's like five. (laughs) It's not even that bad. He's just voicing his own opinion. Fuck you guys. Everyone else is just being mean. He doesn't ask for much. He just wants some attention from somebody and cheese pizza. And everyone's just being a little assholes to him. Which is crazy, because on his two adventures... He gets all of that mm-hmm. from strangers. Yes. <laughs> strangers are nicer to him than his own family is. I, th- I think it's funny that he thinks he needs to do a whole, like, charade to trick the pizza guy into thinking there's an adult in the house. When I'm sure if he just opened the door and gave him his money, I don't think the pizza guy would give him a second thought that the kid gave him the money for the pizza. <laughs> or did the movie make it more normal? True. Well, uh, Nightmare is better. <laughs> Nightmare has it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the crazy boss battle at the end. Yes, which I feel like kind of comes out of nowhere. It does. It doesn't last long. No, but it's fun. Uh, all the characters are fun in Nightmare. Uh, even the villains. Jack's got a scary side. He does. Which is part of the uniqueness of it. There's a yeah, complexity to it. He's like, I understand Christmas and I need to go fix it. Mm-hmm. And so he does. And what does he do? He just kills his villain. <laughs> Unrouse him thread by thread. Yes. And then melts him in lava. And he was like bugs the whole time. Mm-hmm. Cool. Cool stuff. Oogie boogie. You ain't got that, Kevin. <laughs> it's Nightmare. It's got the the story of two holidays put together. Mm-hmm. Three if you want to be technical, because the Easter Bunny does make a cameo. <laughs> in a very funny scene. <laughs> uh, Satan's in there. Everyone loves Satan. And last, Muppets Christmas Carol versus Elf. That uh, that looks like a grammatical error. I did. I did. Yes, I made an error on our, our my spreadsheet that I have here. Elf. <laughs> I don't care which version of the Christmas Carol you're watching. Elf is funnier and more lighthearted. Yes. And again, at the end. Buddy had always had the spirit of Christmas mm-hmm. while Scrooge finds it. And I, I do love, I, I will say this, hmm. that the ending of A Good Christmas Carol will kind of bring tears to your eyes. It will, but sometimes I don't want to cry. Sometimes I don't want the heavy, you know, let's talk about how sad your past was and the things that made you miserable, your ultimate doom. Sometimes I just want joy <laughs> it's it's when he stops the kid when he wakes up christmas morning mm-hmm. and he stops that kid with the turkey yeah right yeah it's a turkey it's i think it changes depending on which one you watch but he's like where are you going and the kid's like oh, i'm doing this and he's like well i'll give you uh 20 shillings if you get it there mm-hmm. the kid's like what day is it, little boy? Yeah. It's Christmas, sir. <laughs> and the kid's like, okay, I guess I could do that. And he goes, wait, wait, wait. I'll give you 40 if you get it done by now. <laughs> and the kid's like, 40 whole shillings? And he's like, yeah, I will give you that <laughs> if you can go do this for me. And the kid's just like, okay, gone. It's, it's, a, it's a weirdly <laughs> iconic <And> moment. <laughs> and Scrooge, who's always uh, been very... Protective of his money and his wealth. It's not like just throwing it around. Yeah, he's just like, it doesn't matter. 40 shillings is still 40 shillings, but 
I want to get this delivered <laughs> to this house. Well, there's a good character and story progression uh, with the Christmas Carol. Elf, it has that that charm, yes. that whimsy. You don't have to deal with Little Timmy. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing. I don't hate a Christmas Carol for Little Timmy, but God damn it, in that story, there's a point where you realize Scrooge is Scrooging it up. It's so much more sad when it's Muppets, too. Yeah. Because you sit there and you look at them, and you're like, that is a cute little felt creature. And then he dies, and you just have to live with that fact. There, yeah. The Mickey Mouse one does it too. It's very sad when cartoon characters that are iconic and beloved die <laughs> in your story. <laughs> and I would just say death does not fit the overall theme of joy and merriness mm-hmm. of Christmas. So it goes to Elf. Yeah. It, it, 100. Elf is beloved by a lot of people. By all. It will be the, the it will be the classic that people consider and years from now. That's what they set out to build, and I think they achieved it. They did. They one hundred percent did. And so here we are, in the finale. The final three. And one you did not expect. Yes. One you definitely expected. Mm-hmm. And the other, you could tell I was rooting for the whole time. <laughs> Noel versus Elf. Versus Nightmare Before Christmas. A wide gambit. <laughs> we will throw a poll on social media. Yeah. To figure out your opinions. Or if you disagree with this. Mm-hmm. I don't know how to come down to a winner from here. It's... I don't or know. Or should we... I say, I don't know how to come down with a winter from here. <laughs> Our intention was to debate it out. But after talking about all, like, they all three encompass Christmas in different ways, though. Yeah. And I don't know if we could narrow it down further. Oh, this reminds me of that time I wrote an essay and I never came to a conclusion and I got a B+. Plus. <laughs> you were too, you were too vast for your, what, high school mind? <laughs> it was college, but yeah, the ultimate conclusion to that was either... We battle to the death, or we just acknowledge that this is a thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I accept, when people say Elf is their favorite Christmas movie, I, I don't judge them for their childish behavior. <laughs> I don't bat an eye. I expect it usually. You know, Elf is still fun. It's still worthy to watch. I'm sure everyone who's listening has seen it multiple times. My personal favorite is Noel. Uh, which is so almost unheard of. I don't think many people know about it. Uh, my personal favorite is Nightmare, but I don't consider it Christmas. So that's the thing. They're all slightly like qualifying and unqualifying of it. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I don't know how to finally say like that's the end of this. Like one is better than the other? No, I don't know. Because... Maybe that's the point of Christmas. Oh my God, to come together and share in the joy and cheer. There does not have to be a winner above all. We're all winners. Christmas. <laughs> now play Age of Aquarius. <laughs> it's the Age of Aquarius. <laughs> yeah? It's nightmare. Yeah, I, I, I would disagree. I would say Noel. I do like it that much. <laughs> there are other Christmas 
things on here or not on here that should have made that list but i didn't want to expand it out too far mm -hmm. like i thought uh, legend of guardians could have made it on this list yep that was one of them that barely just made it on the chopping block edward scissorhands is that a christmas movie oh no. oh there's ice stuff happening it's easy to remember it as a Christmas movie. <laughs> no, but like the Santa Claus Chronicles and the Santa Claus Chronicles 2. Oh, yeah. Two very different films. Yes. Uh, even just like, you know, the other Grinches or other Christmas carols, the other Home Alones or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Is this the natural conclusion we don't actually conclude it this year? Will there be a round two at some point in time to rebattle it out? <laughs> the nearest would be July. But that wouldn't even make sense. Huh. And also, there's like there's new Christmas movies every single year. Yeah. So. Perhaps we wait. Yeah. Let's see what you all have to say. I'd be curious about that as well. See what, what everyone else, everyone else has to say. Yeah, because, because everyone else. Some people might bring up something that we didn't even consider. You know? True. So. Damn. <laughs> There is no conclusion. We tricked you. Ha! Fuck you guys. <laughs> there is no conclusion. There is no true ranking. <laughs> well, in the comments, write down your thoughts and comments. <laughs> comment in the comments section. Comment in the comments section. <laughs> like, comment, and subscribe. <laughs> now tell us between these three, which one do you think wins? And yeah. of all Christmas movies, which one's your favorite? Like, if it was on our list or if it didn't. And yeah. explain why. Tell us. Uh, again, like I said at the beginning... This is our list, and this is our first rendition. It sounds like we're gonna do another one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This was there was only twenty four movies on this list. Yeah, and yeah, some of them had to get cut out. Mm hmm. So, yeah, where where do we go from here? I guess, I guess we'll find out next time on, on Dragon garbage. Ball Z. <laughs> yeah. I hope you guys enjoyed that garbage eggs. That was a fun one. Mm -hmm. uh, the editing for this, the making of the bracket the just figuring out the 24 fucking films that are gonna be here yeah um was kind of a hassle yeah it was a couple months in the making we've been planning this because for we've been actually while. watching some of these <laughs> yeah slowly we planned on watching more but some of them are on we thought it was on paramount but it's actually give me on, back my 12 dollars on peacock so we got paramount and there was nothing on paramount that we actually wanted to watch <laughs> they only have top gun maverick Anyways, I know, right? <laughs> if you enjoy this garbage eggs, specifically for this month, I plan to do one garbage eggs per month. Yeah, we'll see. Because sometimes we'll I, see. I might do the Ahsoka series. Yeah. Yeah, I mean we're getting closer to Star Wars season again. We have we have plans. We have fun fun ideas. Yep. I can't tell you what the next one is because uh, I don't want to hear. The demand yeah, for it. Don't want to hear spoilers either. Yep. So. I'm already tired of hearing them at work. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It's okay. I'm hearing only good stuff about this next one. So that's good. I'm excited for it. But yeah, we, we have these planned out through March just because they're going to take a little longer. There are going to be little longer podcasts. As mm -hmm. you can see, this one's going to be just a little under two hours. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't checked out Coffee Break, go ahead yeah. and try to do it. Uh, weekly, yep, unless yep, yep. we're taking a break. Yeah. But we don't need a break anytime soon. No, because we took one like a few months ago. And, and it just killed us. Yeah. And we were like, no, we kind of miss coffee break, so we came back. So thanks for watching. Let Thank us you. know all your thoughts. and. Yeah, and if, if you haven't subscribed, subscribe. 
uh, to Barry Bottom. Mm-hmm. Also subscribe to Judgmental Critter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, again, voice your comments and opinions. Let us ba- duke it out with each other respectfully. Keep it in the Christmas cheer. Yeah. <laughs> Think of it like Black Friday. And if you haven't seen, you like... need that Tupperware. <laughs> There's a ten-year-old kid in the way. He's got a noodle, and you're like, dude, it's not even fucking summer. Like a pool noodle. <laughs> like a pool noodle. And you're just like a single strand I've of got spaghetti. <laughs> this cart. Full of electronics. And out of la- max velocity velocity of speed, I can hit you about mm, 120 pounds per ton or something Our, like that. Your analogy has gone so far off the deep end. <laughs> it's not, but I I can uh, probably get to that Tupperware long before your parents do. Hell yeah. And you're going in the ambulance. Mm-hmm. So thanks for watching, everybody. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed Garbage Eggs. This was Garbage Eggs. It was fun to come back. Happy holidays. I will see you guys next year. Happy holidays. Bye. You're not going to say bye? Oh, bye. <laughs> <laughs>